When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is the Sooner Sports Podcast. Your all-access pass to Sooner Sports. The Sooner Sports Podcast is presented by Allstate. Are you in good hands? And by Riverwind Resort. Riverwind Resort, the place to be. Oh, mama, what a play! Now, here's your host, Chris Plank. All right, welcome into the Sooner Sports Podcast on a Friday. My name is Chris Plank, and we are loaded with football content today. And i got to be honest with you, it's a little heartbreaking right now because we should be talking about the spring game coming up this weekend. But unfortunately, we are all sheltered in place. We're stayed home, however you want to phrase it. But we're going to celebrate football regardless. Now, I'm a big draft fan. As a matter of fact, our Sooner Sports TV draft special is airing all over the place. I hope you guys will get a chance to check it out. Chad McKee and myself going through the NFL draft. Let me double-check all the the times. Here's a few chances where you can catch it on Fox Sports Oklahoma. It'll be Friday afternoon, this afternoon at 12.30. It will also air at 10.30 a.m., 2 o'clock and 4 o'clock on Saturday. You can hear it Sunday night at 8 p.m., next Tuesday afternoon at 4, and then on April 22nd, the day before the draft, at 3, 6.30, and 9.30 p.m. So a lot of opportunities on Fox Sports Oklahoma and Fox Sports Southwest to catch Chad and I preview the NFL draft. It's uh, it's wild. You know, I, I sit here and we take the podcast in my studios in Norman. And it's just I, every so often I look up and I see a, we have a camera in here. Now, now we have to do everything on location. And uh, that location is my home. So it, you'll notice a little bit of a different look to my background. I try to spruce it up because it's literally, it's it's a podcast studio. It's a radio studio. Uh, but regardless of that, I, I hope you get great information out of that show. On this show today, we are doubling down on Sooner and Draft Talk. We will talk all things OU and the NFL Draft and Kenneth Murray with Teddy Lehman coming up here in mere moments. Also... You may know him as a Heisman Trophy winning quarterback for the University of Oklahoma, and he is also a very 
solid, smart, well-versed businessman who with Air Comfort Solutions is doing everything he can to give back to the community. Yes, Jason White will join us later in the program. And we'll talk all things NFL Draft and the Oklahoma Sooners with the man who knows them better than anyone else. That's right. Lincoln Riley is coming up on the Sooner Sports Podcast today. So sit back, settle in, appreciate you downloading. Don't forget, we'll celebrate Sooner football with our classic sports broadcast tomorrow afternoon with the release of the original radio broadcast of the Oklahoma-Florida State game from the year 2000. And in fact, maybe we'll touch on that a little bit with Teddy and Jason coming up. The Sooner Sports Podcast, as always, is presented in part by AT&T. AT&T is America's best network. And OG&E, OG&E is power at the speed of life. Let's kick it off with the Butkus and Bednarik award-winning linebacker for the Oklahoma Sooners. He is now the analyst on the radio network, Teddy Lehman, on the Sooner Sports Podcast. Teddy, last night uh, we, we put together for the classic broadcast the 2000 National Championship game, 2001 game, 2000 season. Uh, we talked to Jason White about it a little bit last week. So I'm curious, what's some of your, your favorite memories? I know you've told the story about having the helicopter follow you guys around, but what really resonates when you think about that season, your freshman year at Oklahoma? I mean, it's... The whole thing was basically just going from a, um, you know, it, it was weird for me because I didn't didn't really experience Oklahoma as the big machine that it, that it once was. So it really, my childhood at the time that I remember it was most of the down years. So I, it was weird for me to kind of see Oklahoma go from a. Uh, college football team to like the biggest and the best and the biggest story in the entire country all in like a span of four months so that whole experience was just fascinating and it was really cool it was a perfect time for me I got lucky that it, it really you know I, I was able to have that set the tone for the rest of my career and, and learn from a bunch of older guys on how to carry yourself and and you know how to how to demand the best from everyone around you and, and just kind of what it means to 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 um strive to to win a national championship and how it's a, a year-long effort and it starts in january jason white told us last week that he felt like he had one of the best uh practice squad slash scout squads out there do you remember them being that good sure well, yeah, man, I think that's always a key with everyone. I mean, anytime you've got a good defense or a good offense, one of the things you have to do is look across and see who they're practicing against every single day. And, yeah, Jason White was a scout team quarterback. Um, I mean, you had Jason White throwing to Mark Clayton, you know, no big deal. That, that ended up being a Heisman Trophy winning combination. And, uh, yeah, that's who you were practicing against all year. So I'd say that was a pretty big piece of the pie. Teddy, um, it's an odd time. We understand that. But put yourself in a situation for, I don't know, a Caleb Kelly or, uh, a, De- a, 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 I don't know, Brian Mead or any of these linebackers out there, any position. W- what would be the key right now? What's the thing you're trying to do as a teammate to make sure everyone stays on the same page and focused? Well, you know, luckily they've got a, a good coach that is really staying on top of them as, as much as he can as far as the rules are concerned with uh, keeping them up to speed. Um, 
a steady steady flow of things they need to to learn, film study stuff, uh, uh, playbook stuff. But the biggest thing is just conditioning. If you're a guy that needs to put on weight, this is uh, free time to, to lift weights, get stronger. Um, if you're a guy that needs to lose weight, this is a good time to, to really focus in on that. Whatever your weaknesses are, you've got all day, every day to be able to go out and work on some of those. So it's tough. Um, this is a time where you're going to have to find a lot of self-motivation to make sure you're doing all the right things. So, you know, you just have to look at it as everyone in the country is going through the same thing. I can either use this time to improve myself more than anyone else out there, or I can let the, the rest of the group uh, get ahead of me. So we just have to see how they attack it. Teddy, how excited are you for Kenneth? I know Kenneth Murray's going to become most likely a first-round pick. It's been a minute since we've seen a Sooner defensive player go in the first round of the NFL draft. I know that you've been front and center with him quite a bit, and he's reached out to you. But just on a personal level, how excited are you for him? I, I'm really excited. I, we're going to miss him around here for sure, but next phase of his career is going to be going to be something special. So, yeah, I'm excited, man. And I'll tell you, there's there's multiple places you can see him going. Green Bay has has popped up as a as a potential landing spot. Uh, the Steelers are, have, you know, people have mentioned that that would be a, a little bit later, but. I don't know, man. It's it's hard to it's hard to guess exactly where he might go. But I'll say this: you know, all the things that teams look for in a linebacker, he's got. He's got speed. He's got great size. He's got um, he's got the mental capacity. He wants to be great. I mean, uh, he's he's a great guy off the field, away from the field, away from the facility. You trust him to do all the right things. So. I mean, I just, I honestly don't know what negatives are there. Doesn't have an injury history. So I, I think that the potential with Kenneth Murray is sky high. Do you see, okay, I, tell me if I'm dumb. I see a guy like Nolan taking over in Dallas. And I know that they have Vander Esch and I know that they, you know, they, they still have Sean Lee. But could that be an, an opportunity for him maybe in Dallas to where they can move him around? Because he is a versatile guy, right? Or is he an inside backer, period? Um, I would say no on Dallas unless Vanderish has some real neck issues. Like if if they're worried about him longevity wise, like maybe there's something serious there and he's not going to be able to play, then maybe Kenneth Murray. But with Jalen Smith there and Vanderish, if if they feel good about Vanderish being able to play. I would be shocked to see them take a, uh, a first-rounder on Kenneth Murray. Would the ultimate place for him then be somewhere like Baltimore at 28 or maybe, say, Las Vegas at 19? Yeah, I think so. I mean, Baltimore obviously is, is really liking Oklahoma guys right now, and that definitely means something. Uh, I think Baltimore would be good. The Raiders are the team that's in dire need of a backer. So and, and we saw that last season with them trying to move around and position themselves to get someone in to, to fill the void there for them. So um, I wouldn't be shocked if it was Oakland. Um, you know, I, it's with him, what's strange is, I guess it's not strange, but the first round is interesting because early on you can kind of peg everyone's needs and what they're going to go for. But after you get about 10 picks out, it starts to change whenever 
people, there's someone that's left that they didn't expect to still be on the board, and someone does something unexpected, and instead of taking a wide receiver that you had them pegged for, there's a defensive lineman that's left there, and they take a defensive lineman instead. Well, that then throws the whole back end of the first round off, and you just don't know who's going to take what at, at any given position, and people will start taking the best player available, and I think that's where Kenneth Murray is, 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 you know, in a position to where he could kind of move up draft boards because I don't think there's a whole lot in – there's not negative there. Some of these guys, whenever they start sifting through and looking at injury history and stuff away from the field, they may start to slide in the first round. I just – I don't see that happening with Kenneth Murray. So no. I could see him going anywhere from, you know, um, 15 or so back you know I, I think you know baltimore late is is a is a possibility but also someone there in the mid-teens is a possibility as well all right before i wrap up talking Jalen, let me dork out on a couple of guys here real quick isaiah simmons are you worried about him at the next level because there's not i guess for some people a true position for him or is he such an athletic freak that it doesn't matter it shouldn't matter um <laughs> the only way it would matter is if a coach lets that get in the way i i I would not have done what Brent Venables did with him at Clemson. Um, I'm not saying that what he did with him is wrong. Uh, Obviously, he was a fantastic player there for him, but I would not have done that. I would let him own the game from one position. And that's what he's going to have to do in the NFL. I, I would be shocked if you saw a defensive coordinator try and move him around just to say, you know, we're going to do it. At Clemson, I could understand him being the best safety that they've got, the best edge guy they've got, the best inside backer that they've got, right? In the NFL, on any defense worth a crap, he shouldn't be the best at all of those different spots. He should be the best at one spot, and I think it should be like an inside backer position. We'll see. I I mean, if, if they just let him play one position and let him go and let him really you know, learn that, that spot and they can call plays to really tailor fit it to him where he can they can move him around a little bit, but he's still playing within the framework of one position. That's what I would do with him. I would, if, if, a, if a defense does that, I wouldn't worry about him. If they want to get gimmicky and try a bunch of different crap with him, well, then I think there could be problems. Do you see Tua falling on draft night? No. I see Tua going up. And I know there's been all this chatter about, well, they're worried. I think all that's disinformation crap. I think he's looked fantastic. Um, You know, I haven't seen him personally, but just from the limited stuff that I have seen, he looks great. And I know there's like this, there's this thought all of a sudden that Tua was a disappointment at Alabama. I mean, I... I disagree with that, and I feel like had he not been hurt, Alabama had a chance last year to be fighting for another national championship. So I don't know. I think he's incredibly athletic. I think he throws an unbelievable deep ball. He's incredibly accurate. He's poised in the pocket. He's athletic enough to make guys miss. I mean, the NFL has slowly changed their their offenses. They look more and more like college football offenses, and it too is the perfect guy for those type of uh, teams. So 
I, I think he's going to be rising more than he would be falling. And I know you've talked about this on your show, but, Teddy, I'll let you go with this. Could Jalen sneak into the first round? Man, it's so hard to it, – it, it's hard to pin it. I wouldn't take him in the first round, but I'd take him higher than I, I would take Blaine Gabbert or uh, – you know, <laughs> Christian Ponder? Like, yeah, exactly. I mean, there's been – there's been worse quarterbacks taken uh, much higher than where Jalen's going to end up going, right? I mean, right. there's been better quarterbacks taken later than where he's going to go. So it's really hard to pick. I mean, I wouldn't see him getting out of the second round. Um, but going into the first, I honestly think that's that's going to be a bit of a stretch. I just – I think he's going to be – a team's going to take him, in my opinion – that is going to be in a position where in a year or two, maybe he'd have a chance to compete for the starting role. I don't think a team that needs a quarterback right now is going to be taking Jalen Hurts. That's just my opinion, but that, I mean, that could be wrong. That's where, that's how I see it happening. I think he's got a chance in the NFL, but I don't think he's a day one starter. I think he's a guy that by circumstance, finds himself as a starter, you know, halfway through the season and through solid play, maybe able to earn a job. I love talking, obviously, Sooner football with Teddy Lehman, but all things NFL draft for a guy that's lived it, a guy that went through it, and also a guy that has great perspective on all things football, Sooner football, and life in general. So thanks to my man, Teddy Lehman. If you're not following Teddy on Twitter yet, Please do so. That Twitter address is at TedLayman11. And I got to just update one thing. So when I talked to Ted, I had my mock draft out. I had the Dallas Cowboys taking Kenneth Murray at 18. I've adjusted that. I think he's going to the Raiders at 19 or the Eagles or whomever picks at 21. I don't think K-9's going to last until 28, but we'll talk a little bit more in depth with Lincoln Riley about that coming up a little bit later on in the podcast. The Sooner Sports Podcast on a Friday is presented in part by Whataburger. Ready to serve. Whataburger's drive-thru, online, and app ordering are open for guests while the dining rooms are closed. Interested in OU football season tickets for the 2020 season? Visit the football ticketing page on Soonersports.com today to fill out an interest form. Don't miss a second of the action. The Meeting Place, our full menu, including beer and wine, is available via curbside and deliveries Monday through Thursday, dinner only, and all day Friday and Saturday. Also come see our food truck Monday through Saturday at the Homeland in Norman. That's right off 24th Avenue and Robinson. For more information, visit TheMeetingPlace.com. Our sponsor spotlight today shines on Air Comfort Solutions. And who better to talk not just about Air Comfort Solutions, but also a little sooner football than Heisman Trophy winning quarterback Jason White. Jay White, man, how's the family doing? How are you doing during this new normal that we're all experiencing right now? Everyone's great. You know, we've been fortunate to uh, avoid avoid it so far, but uh, you know, hopefully, taking the precautions not not to come in contact with it. So, uh, but it is definitely a, a different uh, life that we're living now. Uh, you know, can't go out to eat anymore or anything like that. So, uh, I'm ready to get back to that. 
You know, I, I want to talk about the incredible work that Air Comfort Solutions has done in the community and that they've given back. But I want to throw a couple football questions at you, at you first. And, and first and foremost, you know, we get a chance to hear from Teddy Lehman every day here on the station. How challenging Sorry is Sorry to it? hear that. <laughs> How challenging is it, Jason, to go through a time whenever you're typically with teammates going through spring football uh, and maybe specifically as a quarterback, can you imagine how challenging it is to be able to get the work in? You're not allowed on campus. You're not allowed in meeting rooms, only a limited amount of time with your coaches. This has got to be a tough time for these guys. Absolutely. I, I, you know, I couldn't even imagine, you know, not having that structure or not having that, uh, you know, that coach there to push you. And so during this time, I really think that you're going to find the players that, you know, have that extra want to, you know, those are the guys that are working out at home. They're still watching film. Um, you know, and then you're going to have some players that are just going to get by. Um, but for the most part, if, if they're in college, more than likely they're, they're still doing things as we speak at home and uh, doing everything they can to, to continue to pr- prepare. But, you know, one of the things that they're going to be missing is that the teammates, you know, that they have the guys that push them on a daily basis, that, that's the part that they're going to miss. And because, you know, a lot of times you, you get in workouts or, you know, doing extra stuff, uh, you have teammates there that are pushing you that, you know, you don't want them to see you, you know, fail or hurt. And so you're doing everything you can uh, to finish the workout. And right now they're not having that. And so that, that's one thing I could see being a, a real setback is not having that, you know, that teammate camaraderie. And, you know, we're going to have, you know, a quarterback battle this year, Jason. You were in the the midst of a couple of those early in your career. I can't even, you know, I can't even imagine how challenging that might be for someone to either be the leader or, I don't know, start to try to get a leg up in that competition. Yeah, because this is really important time for a quarterback to emerge as a leader. Uh, Now, you know, usually they'd be at spring practice and spring game and, uh, things like that, and that's that's where the young quarterbacks start getting that respect from their teammates because they see them out there, you know, working on a daily basis, and they see the you know the guys that are you know who they want to rally behind, and you know who has better leadership skills. So you know that that's going to be diff- you can't do that from home. I guess you can in a way, and I, and they might be doing it. You know whether that's you know holding your teammates accountable. Like if I was a quarterback in this. And this time, I I would be calling my receivers and saying, "Hey, how many footballs did you catch today? Or, you know, did you you know did you do your workout today? You know, that would be the only way uh, to to show any sort of leadership, you know, in this day. Um, and I'm sure that they probably are doing that in some in some way. But um, but it's super important right now for those guys to earn the respect of their teammates because at the end of the day. The, the quarterback that has their most respect from the teammates are usually the one that's going to lead the team. Jason, Air Comfort Solutions, plumbing, heating, and air, you've been involved with them for from day one, and you sent out a letter to all of the customers over the week and just laid out, you guys are really doing everything that, that you can to take every precaution because, I mean, there may be a plumbing emergency. There may be an AC emergency during this time, but you – you want to make sure that your customers and potential customers know that you guys are here to help, right? 
Absolutely. We, you know, we're doing everything we can to monitor our employees, um, you know, whether that's, you know, taking their temperature, um, you know, making sure they're, they're wearing gloves and some of the guys are even wearing masks. I know we have ordered a bunch of masks so that all of our guys can wear masks. Um, but, you know, we're taking every precaution we can to ensure that we're still able to provide a safe environment for our employees and our customers. Now, I will tell you, there's been several, several times we get out to a customer's house and they just don't want us to come in. And if we're able to do the job from outside, then we go ahead and do it. And uh, if not, we let the customer know, you know, we have to come inside and we'll just have to reschedule for another day. Uh, But you know, we went as far as uh, having a guy wear a, you know, like a, a, a tra- kind of like a trash bag kind of suit uh, just to get in and actually had some pretty good stories about techs getting sprayed with Lysol so they could enter the house. Um, but, you know, we're doing everything we can to make sure that we're still able to provide a, a great service for our customers. And and to be community leaders, I mean, I know that that is uh, during a time like this, you want to stand up. Can you kind of lay out for everyone how you guys help to give back and help to help those in need with Air Comfort Solutions? Yeah, we just felt at this time, you know, one of the things with people losing their jobs and kids staying home from school, um, that, that food is a big issue right now. And so we, you know, we get teamed up with CC's. Um, right when this started and you know we give away over 10,000 pizzas uh in a, in a matter of a week and then then we teamed up with uh, QSAC meat uh to give away boxes of meat that you know would feed a family of four for a week or so so you know we're doing everything that we can to help with um you know those needs uh we've also um anytime a customer you know can you know doesn't want their appointment we're you know we're not we we're not making forcing them to do it uh so we're you know we're trying to do our part uh and you know we really feel like the food issue uh, was a big part during this time so you know we we've done all those things we gave away uh, with qsac meats we gave away 500 boxes of of meat and just the reaction on some of these families faces you know i i can recall one the husband lost his job um about a week ago and I mean, everyone in their family was crying when we gave them the meat. And so just to see the impact that that has uh, is is very rewarding. That's that's so awesome, man. And that's kudos to you and Air Comfort Solutions for giving back, Jason. Hey, one more quick one before I let you go, and I want to circle it back to football. So next week was supposed to be the spring game. In lieu of it, on the Sooner Radio Network, we are re-airing the classic broadcast of the 2000 National Championship game. Now. Uh, Jason White's uh, shining moments were still to come, obviously with the Heisman Trophy and uh, the two-time Davey O'Brien Award winner. But what are your memories of that year? How unique was that for you during that 2000 National Championship run? Well, you know, that was one of my favorite years, Um, you know, obviously besides 03 and 04 when I played. But, you know, there's not too many quarterbacks uh, out there that can say that they were the best out team quarterback in the nation and that's what i <laughs> that's what i dubbed myself because that's what i did that year so um it, it was amazing to be a part of that team i think that's the team that really turned the corner for the university of oklahoma to to get back you know uh in the you know the national spotlight uh 
obviously winning the national championship, you know, helps that. But that sets the momentum for the, you know, up until now. I mean, they're still going, you know, going off that. So that team was amazing. I was, you know, grateful to be a part of it. And yeah, I was just the scout team quarterback. But it's funny because all the guys that was on that scout team are the same guys that I threw to in 03 and 04. So Mark Clayton was on that scout team, you know, Brandon Jones, um, all these guys were on that scout team. And the thing is we took pride in, in trying to pick apart the, the best defense in the nation that year. Like that was a big deal to us. And I know some guys, those, those older guys like Torrance Marshall and Rocky Kalmus, they would get upset with us because, you know, we would, uh, there's a lot of times that we would tear them apart and they would get in trouble. And so, but that's what made that team great is I think you had a great group of uh, all around team, including like the scout team and special teams. Uh, everyone was, you know, they all had a goal. And so uh, just to be a part of that team and experience that was amazing. I cannot wait for everyone to hear the classic broadcast, Bob Barry. Merv Johnson, Mark Matthew, Michael Dean, the entire crew, Oklahoma, Florida State, available on the podcast tomorrow from the 2000 National Championship season. This edition of the Sooner Sports Podcast is presented in part by Coca-Cola. Share a Coke with a teammate, rival, or friend. Coca-Cola, official partner of the Oklahoma Sooners. Midway Deli. We are open for takeout and delivery on DoorDash. Full menu can be found at MidwayDeli.com or call us at 405-321-7004. Make sure to mention curbside if you are in a more high-risk category. All right, let's get after it. More NFL draft talk. How do we feel about where our most recent Sooners will end up on April 23rd and beyond? For our NFL draft special, I had a chance to catch up with the boss, the ball coach, Lincoln Riley on the Sooner Sports Podcast. Coach, first of all, have you decided how you're watching the draft next week? Have you decided where you're going to watch and take it all in yet? Yeah, we'll be uh, we'll be in the house. I think like everybody else, so uh, it'll be kind of different watching it watching it from there. Uh, it's been fun the last couple of years being able to share that moment with our guys. And, and uh, hey, we can't be there for all of our guys, but it'll be fun, you know, connecting that way and watching it the same way the rest of the world is. Can you kind of educate us on how you've seen the evaluation of quarterbacks change or if it's changed much over the last couple of years? Yeah, no, I think it, I think it has. I, I think there's been some, some trends that have, that have started. I think there's been some old myths that have uh, been blown up a little bit, especially relating to how tall you have to be to, to be a very good quarterback. And so I think that's changed. I think the, I think the NFL's process has changed. I, I, you know, their offenses have, have started to, you know, resemble more of, of what you see each Saturday, which is something I know it's been talked a lot about. And so I think, you know, they're really taking to, into account what these guys have done at this level. And, and uh, I think there's just a, a lot more open-mindedness um, from the league as a whole as far as, you know, what they're looking for and, and certainly just not counting people out. And, and so I think more opportunities for a wider range of guys right now. How do you think it helped your guys to still be able to get their pro day in before everything shut down? Do you think that was a positive? Oh, definitely. No, without a doubt it was. It's uh, yeah, because the whole world shut down the next day. And uh, so, 
yeah, to still have, you know, every team represented here. Um, you know, a lot of a lot of kind of power players in, in the NFL game. We're here to watch our guys, our guys perform well. Uh, so it was important for, you know, our guys who who obviously, you know, probably hear the name called pretty early and, 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 and probably more important for some of our guys that may be late round picks or be free agent pickups. Uh, just that those are the guys that really get hurt you know, in, in that scenario, because there's so many of those guys through the years that, that happened to show up and have a good pro day, you know, like a, like a Curtis Bolton did last year, you know, had an excellent pro day and caught the eye of some teams and, and has been able to stick on. And so that's, uh, there's been so many of those through the years. So you, you hope that some of those late round guys or free agent guys, you know, still get the same opportunities. What's Lincoln Riley's phone been like? Is uh, NFL GMs and uh, coaches blowing him up to talk more a little bit about Jalen over the last few weeks? Yeah, no, we've, we've, we've been getting a chance to talk to uh, a lot of them. The good thing is, is when those calls come through, they want to talk about, you know, quite a few of our players, which is always a really good sign. And so, yeah, definitely there's been, you know, a lot of calls about Jalen and, and, and uh, you know, his, his time here, as short as it was, and, and it's been fun being able to kind of rehash with them that process and what it was like and, and helping those guys project, uh, you know, what it could look like for Jalen in the future. Let's talk, you mentioned they, they call about a lot of guys. C.D. Lamb, boy, what a what an NFL future he potentially has. When was that moment where you knew C.D. was pretty special? Oh, there was there, there was quite a few. I, I went and watched him as a uh, the spring in between his junior and senior year in high school. I got to see him out there to spring practice. I was out there with Coach Simmons, and I remember remarking to to Dennis during that time that. I thought CD was good enough to play for us right, right then. Mm-hmm. And I uh, don't say, say that very often about guys. You, you see talented players, but you don't always see guys, you know, like that and that have the feel for the game that he does. So yeah, he had a great career here, obviously progressed, you know, every single year and, and uh, just was a fantastic player. Certainly one of the best receivers the school's ever seen. I think it's impressive coach that you've obviously seen his physical transformation, but can you take us through his mental transformation too? I know we, we talked to coach Simmons about it, but it's almost as if he embraces every single aspect about being a, a team player and being a leader and being a true number one wide receiver. Yeah, he does. He does. I, I think he, he's a guy that strives to not have weaknesses in his game. He's not afraid to work on the things that he's not good at. Um, you know, he continued to be very coachable throughout his time here, so we were able to coach him hard and 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 be very um, you know, kind of detail oriented with the guy. And he really took to it, so um, improved his body, improved his mind, his overall understanding of the game, um, and and just really grew kind of in every sense of the word. Where you felt like that, you know, the guy didn't have a ton of weaknesses in his game, and there wasn't many things that 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 we couldn't ask him to do and uh that's that's to me what a true number one receiver is a guy that can do a little bit of everything when people brag about your quarterback Jalen Hurts they talk about the intangibles do you feel like maybe we're selling him short a little bit and how he can sling it and how he can't throw the ball across the board right now yeah I think I think he's starting to to prove to people more and more what that can be like and I think he's improving at that himself and so uh he's a as we all know very hungry motivated kid and and the exciting thing for him is, you know, what does it look like when he actually has a few years in the same system, uh, you know, with the same coach and, and can he, can he get some continuity for the first time? I mean, if you think about it, it's been five straight years going back to his senior year in high school, this, this first year in the NFL will be a sixth straight year with the new offensive coordinator. I mean, that's just, it's hard to imagine. And, uh, 
to have the success he has handle it the way he has is awesome. But certainly I know I'm excited to see, and I know there's a lot of teams out there. They're very excited when they think about, you know, what does this kid look like when he actually gets some continuity from the coaching side? You know, it's interesting. I hear two more quick ones, coach, and we'll let you run. You hear a lot. Tell us what a guy can do, not what he can't do. When you talk about the things that Jalen Hurts can do, where he excels, what jumps to the front of your mind? Well, I, I, I think he's he's an incredibly athletic guy. I mean, very athletic, extremely durable. I mean, pretty remarkable to you know to to carry so much of the load like he did for us this year and to stay healthy throughout it all was was very very impressive. Uh, he's a smart guy. He gets it. Um, he has a talented arm. Can can certainly make all the throws. There's not there's not throws that he's not capable of making without. Um, without a doubt so I mean you combine all those things it's a it's a great skill set uh really nice mental makeup and again I think the best part of his career is is well on down the line and I couldn't let you get out of here coach without asking about K9. you know Kenneth Murray looking like a guy that could end up going in the first round talk about someone who just embraced a leadership role from the first day he stepped on campus he did no he did he was he's just absolutely tremendous all three years here um kind of radical improvement, you know, and especially took a, a monster jump this year, did a great job with, you know, with learning our defense, really embracing, you know, what speed D is about, what we expect out of that Mike linebacker um, uh, in this defense and and just really took to it and played extremely fast, extremely well. So proud of him, man, proud of those guys, you know, him, uh, you know, Neville Gallimore, some of those guys just did a absolutely tremendous job and they're going to hear their names called early and, what a great first year for Speed D and, and uh, with uh, a lot more fun to come. Thanks, Coach. I appreciate you. It's uh, it's fun time of year, and good luck. Have a blast this week, man. Thanks, Chris. We'll do. Stay safe. All right, see you, Link. Be safe, buddy. Thanks so much. Love talking to the coach, man. I'm excited for Thursday night into Friday into Saturday. We I feel fairly certain. Now, we're going to hear two, maybe three Sooners called in the first round. At the very least, we're going to hear four Sooner names called on the first and second day, and I think there might be a chance when all is said and done that we might have five total Sooners drafted. Thanks to Lincoln Rally for joining us on the show. Well, today's podcast has been presented in part by Mercy. Mercy, your life is our life's work, and they bring you this edition of What's on Tap on the Sooner Sports Podcast. Hey, coming up on Monday, Toby Rowland will join us. We're here from Joe Castiglione. And how about this group? Brian Odom. Calvin Thibodeau, Roy Manning, and Dennis Simmons all coming up on Monday to preview the NFL draft. That's what's coming up on the Sooner Sports Podcast presented by Mercy. Your life is our life's work. And don't forget on the classic sports broadcast this Saturday, it's Oklahoma and Florida State in the 2000 National Championship game. Everyone have a great weekend. And until Monday's episode of the Sooner Sports Podcast with Toby Rowland, stay safe. Stay socially distanced and boomer sooner, everybody.